Hi, this is Eva Rain, and I'm calling from St. Louis, Missouri. Living in this queer body in the time of COVID-19 is surreal for numerous reasons. One reason being that I'm back in my hometown, a place I very much vowed I would never go back to once I moved to New York. Growing up, that was always something that I said. And coming back has been healing in ways I never thought that it, that it would be. You know, I had a lot of problems growing up. A lot of people just didn't quite understand a effeminate Black child assigned male at birth where I'm from. Um, so to be back now, uh, literally after having had gender confirmation surgery about six months back, is something I never would have imagined. I have had the chance to heal a lot of relationships, to mend certain wounds, and not just with other people, but also with myself. The ways that we're used to expressing ourselves, the way that we're used to just being ourselves, it's not possible. Now we have to find new ways of trying to express what we're feeling, which is kind of the only thing that we can do. You know, we're very much forced to go back into ourselves because so much of us have to spend time with ourselves, time with the people that we live with, which can sound daunting, but I think there's some powerful ways to heal internally and mentally during this time. And that's something I've been trying to figure out day by day. Living in a queer body at this time is one of the most magical, beautiful, spectacular, incredible miracles that our souls could have ever asked for. We are healers and visionaries and warriors and teachers. We are artists and alchemists that have been transmuting trauma and pain and suffering into beauty and art since the beginning of time. We are the ones that our ancestors have been waiting for. Our very existence is proof of evolution. We have everything we need coded in our bones. Our spirits have been ready for this. Every trial and tribulation and problem and lesson from our past have been roadmaps and clues on how to handle the dismantling of these structures that are occurring right now. These systems have never helped us. These systems have always oppressed us. Don't be afraid of this change. See how you can help accelerate change in the positive direction. See how you can strengthen your webs and take action. Practice radical acts of joy and pleasure. Keep making art. Keep making music. Keep sharing information and wisdom. Keep stepping up for your chosen families. I love you so much. You are so needed on this planet. And without you, my life would not be the same. Mm -hmm.
my name is Rebecca Erev. I live on Squaxin, Chehalis, Nisqually land in Olympia, Washington. And as a person living with disabilities, in a lot of ways, not much has changed in my life except for, I think, a deeper devotion to healing in these times. And this song came to me on the Scorpio full moon, so I offer it to all of you for healing. Holy water, holy sky, holy human, you and I. Holy water, holy sky, holy human, you and I. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Hi, this is Lucasa Bramfman Verissimo, and I'm calling from Oakland, California. I think the things that I am learning the most about what it means to be living and existing within my queer body is the power and importance of collective care um, and the care networks that we benefit from and live within and who's there to support us and support our loved ones. I think on the daily about the long legacy of radical queer community making that we have on our backs and how this moment is, of course, feels hard, but also we have so many folks that have been doing this work forever um, to remind us about how to continue forward and how to sustain and support our loved ones. The kind of collective care work that I've been doing within my community has mostly been around prioritizing and supporting folks of color, black women, unhoused folks in my community, disabled folks, trans loved ones, and I just think about how important it is right now to make space and make time and yeah, make space within our day-to-day -day lives to show up to the folks and the voices and the bodies that need the most support right now. So um, 
yeah, taking, taking that power, that power of many bodies doing the work together to figure out how we're going to continue on and continue forward. Thank you so much. This is June Oluchi Lee, and I'm calling from Brooklyn. Um, these days, um, my body and my mind keep calling back to the queer body I lived in as a young queer person in the 90s, the 1990s, and calling back without any nostalgia or bitter longing but truly something like an emotional historiography to recall the fleshly cellular body that carried this femme homosexual male person to today through a different kind of pandemic, which was that of HIV and AIDS. Back then, through that deadly virus, we didn't stop living because there was no vaccine, because intimacies were dangerous, because governments world over were then, as they are now, heteronormative, if not homophobic. Instead, we learned from all the brave people living with HIV that our bodies have never been and will never be pure, and purity itself is not ideal. To recall that time is to remember that there are multiple ways of being healthy and purity is not the same thing as healthy. So my body keeps asking me for the word resistance rather than some of these other words that seem to have power but wrap themselves in toxic altruism. Words like immunity, tracking, Tracing. My name is ER Fightmaster, and I am non binary. My hair is getting longer. I don't mind, actually. I'd like to take some weight off the top. Sometimes I even feel beautiful, which I haven't felt in a long time. My hair frames my cheekbones and casts complimentary shadows. Sometimes I feel like the kid from Brink, or like Leo in that boat movie I hate. I've saved a bunch of photos of Brad Pitt on my phone to remind myself that long hair can be masked. I'm starting to believe it. I think about my barber more than I think about certain family members. She commented on a post I made about my semi-long hair, and it calmed my nerves for a week. I think my partner finds this hair sexy, but what happens when this mess turns into a bob? Will my femme partner find me sexy then? Back when I was femme, hoping that a simple haircut would turn me butch, I worried that without my hair, I would no longer be beautiful. And now I worry that with too much hair, I will no longer be handsome. But I've always been wrong. It is me that is butch. It is me that is handsome. It is me that is beautiful not my hair. I look around at these men on the streets that don't wear masks because they're afraid to fail at manhood. And I want to tell them, I've failed at womanhood and manhood. 
and it has been so much fun.